You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 556. Mac Stock is coming. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone and welcome to this week's my mac podcast number 556 and as you can probably tell from the title we're getting all excited oh yes yeah we sure are of course um i would probably we would both probably be more excited if we weren't like so close to death yeah yeah (laughs) We're we're both we're both kind of sick this week but but by god we're soldiering on I think I'm probably further through it than you and, uh, you know, getting through the other end. But, yeah, we've both been pretty ill and had a bit of a funny week as well. But um, do you want to mention the coupon? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, well, we're going to talk about uh, the, the Mac stock. later? No, well, we can talk about it here real quick. We're, we're going to uh, do kind of an in-depth on uh, what's going to be going on at Mac stock uh, in the center section of the show. And, of course, you can find out more information about MacStock by going to MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com, MacStockExpo.com, I think MacStockConference.com. You know, he's he's uh, Mike has got a, a ton of of URLs all tied into this, uh, but he has given us a coupon code that is good until May thirty first. So twenty one th- about three weeks from the time that we're recording this. Or until all the early bird tickets are sold, whichever comes first. Um, the code itself is not case sensitive, and it'll get you ten dollars off the uh, the early bird ticket price of sixty nine dollars. And that code is my Mac ten off. M Y M A C. The numbers one zero and then O F F. And that's another ten dollars off. You know what is already an inexpensive conference. I mean, it, when, when you think about everything that's going to be going on this day, you know, even the full ticket price is, is laughable. There's, there's, it's really not that much. This is where you talk gas. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Um, so yeah, sorry. I just, <laughs> I just messed about with my earphones and it went quiet and I'm wondering whether me moving them about just made them uh-huh. go off. So well, yeah, that happened the, earlier too. Yeah, it did. So I'm not quite sure what's going on with my headphones, but, uh, a yeah, combination of feeling sick combination of this week, just combination of everything. It's, uh, it's all been pretty awful, but yes, we'll be well enough for that. I can assure you. And we're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing my two best friends, I think in the States. Although I think I'm going to meet lots of best friends when I'm over there, to be perfectly honest with you. I think it's going to be a, a hoot and a howl and a, all the rest of it. Well, I yeah. think I think of all the people that are going to be there. Now, did you meet – you met Barry, right? I've already met Barry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, and, and Allison and, and Steve. And Allison and Steve and Julie. Yeah. And, and Julie Cool? Cool? Yep. Cool. Yes, Kiel. I know. I, I know. I pronounce her name wrong, but that means she can give me a good slap when we get there. So I know, but I just like Julie Cool. I think that's uh, such so a do great I. Name. It's kind of my natural wording because it's you know it's a, it's a cool name. See what I did yeah. there? <laughs> anyway, so, yes, so you've got uh, you've got something to say. Yeah, um, this week's been a bit of a sad week for us because uh, we had the funeral of a father in my father-in-law earlier this uh, this week, which I think I mentioned previously. That's why it's been a bit bit of a sad time uh, yeah. in the uh, Gazmaz household, uh, certainly for for my wife's side of the family, uh, but me as well because he was a, he was a good man. And um, my daughter was asked if she would sing um, in the uh, or at the funeral. Um, which she did, but um, uh, initially she was going to do it live, but 
we all thought that would have been too emotional for her and so it would have been definitely but um, um, she's come home early in the week and the night before she got her MacBook Pro out she's, this is the one that's down uh, uh, at university and we got the Mac Pro for her um, earlier this year I think uh, I think I told that story yeah it was and a 13 she, inch wasn't it that you yeah, got an educational right. yeah. discount that's right yeah, that's it well remembered young man I know um, boy and, I'm and, surprised uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, she she fired it up, uh, got f- uh, Garage Band going, and came up and uh, gave a recording, which I think I pinged over to you so you could hear it. Which uh, um, she she got a piece of backing music and then sang over that backing music and made all the adjustments. And uh, she's coming a bit of a pro, I think, in using uh, in using the Garage Band and the MacBook Pro. So uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, it, I think it sounded fantastic. As a, as a matter of fact, instead of the the usual nonsense that we we normally do uh, for uh, the after show, with with both Gaz and I feeling a little under the weather, um, we we haven't really like stopped and recorded anything before we we started the show this week, and I think we're gonna we're gonna basically try to power through this week as quickly as we can before we run out of steam. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the file that uh, that Gaz sent me of his daughter singing, and I'll put that at the end of the show. It, it really sounds fantastic, and I think yeah. you all are going to enjoy it. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. Thanks very much, Guy. Sure. Um, uh, also, uh, last weekend I was on the Let's Talk Apple. Um, uh, now, oh, all 20. right. You know, I, I wanted. I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> I've listened to that show, <laughs> and. Um, I was I was surprised that uh, you didn't rant like you did on our show, but I think part of that was basically uh, there were like two or three other people already ranting. So, it <laughs> well, was- it, it can, I think I think <coughs> I think also to a certain degree. Um, I'd kind of got it out of my system yeah. because I'd done it on hours. Right. So I, I kind of got it out of my system and, and, and kind of quietened down a little bit. But yeah, there was a few other runs going on, so I don't think it needed to quite no. the uh, the amount of intensity that I had in last week's <laughs> show, perhaps. But uh, but Alison made some good points, uh, kicking back to some of the things I said, and we've had a a bit of an interesting discussion going on actually over at the Let's Talk Apple Google pages as well, Google Plus pages. So, oh, I haven't gone over there in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's that. uh, that's uh, quite. An interesting talk mainly around the word removed so uh, that's something that we could perhaps have a, a chat about uh, some other time maybe perhaps oh, is there week. a new definition to the word removed that well I'm not I, aware I, of? well no I, it, it's it's about whether it well le, without going into okay, it in right, depth, right right know, right, it, right. It, because it's a matter of whether you know you deem that they have removed it from software which is new and fresh or whether they've removed a function from a uh, a replacement piece of software, so you know it's it's around that sort of uh, discussion. But it's it was quite interesting and some good points I think put over by all. To be honest with you, okay. Um, uh, also, I, I've I've actually heard on this week's uh, MacCast, um, and I have seen this elsewhere. And I've been doing some searching over the last number of weeks. I've got a bit of a discover. I think it's Discovery D nightmare. Now, what's happened is, and I don't know the full details behind what this Discovery D is doing, but basically it's taken over from another functionality in the software, um, enabling lots of new uh, links that the uh, Yosemite can do, like when it, you have handover with your software, like you've got something that's running on your uh, an email that's on your iPad, and you then hand over that particular software. So the exact same software uh, opens up or can be opened at the exact same position uh, where you are actually on your Mac. So I think they've changed over from the previous methodology to Discovery D. But some people are finding that it's causing all sorts of issues with numerous uh, names appearing. So I've got lots, uh, not lots, but I've got a number of Macs in the household. And whenever I look in my um, finder window uh, on the right hand or on the left hand side, I see duplicated names of Macs. You know, you've got uh, a oh, name in the sidebar in the finder. In the sidebar in the finder, and oh, then okay. you see you see the name of the Mac, and then an open bracket and a number. And I'm seeing multiple instances of that, um, and it's becoming a bit of a pain. And also, there are times when um, you try and. Uh, you've got perhaps Safari open and you go to one or two sites and then all of a sudden Discovery D, if you look in your activity monitor, is going amok, absolutely running full pelt, uh, whatever it's doing. 
and your fans are thrashing about in the background because it's taking up all the CPU. And all I basically all I do is I just stop that particular process and the fans quieten down and and it stops. So I think there's a little bit of work that Apple needs to do on that Discovery D functionality or program or back-end process that they need to fix to to stop all of these these instances. But I think they've brought it in to enable all of the extra extra functionality that Yosemite gives you. But it's causing a few people a few problems. I had not heard about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I did notice that on my uh, iPad, which is what I use mostly during the week, during the day, that anytime I go into Safari, uh, I see tabs for all the Safari various windows that I have open on my Mac or I have open yep. on my iPhone. But I'm not seeing that here on my Mac, and it sounds like uh, that's a good thing. I think, yes, you don't want to see it, to be perfectly honest with you. Huh, Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. I, I had not heard of this problem. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you do a, a search for Discovery D issues, then uh, I, think, I think it's Discovery D anyway. But um, uh, um, Adam Christensen certainly chats about it on his show this week. Anyway, what about you? I, I kind of I like, uh, you know, I think it, it, you've got a piece of uh, or a word in your, uh, your section, <laughs> which kind of reminds me about the, a game that we used to play. Uh, I'm guessing it's not the word sick. No, Hmm. no, no. Uh, I basically have written here, folks, and it's kind of, uh, for anyone who remembers that TV show, Third Rock from the Sun, um, with, um, Robert Lithgow. No, is that his name? Robert Lithgow? No good asking me. Okay. Well, whatever, whatever Mr. Lithgow's first name is. Uh, at one point he was sick and he was going, I'm sick, I'm sick. And not in that fun spanky kind of way. And, and <laughs> that's always kind of stuck with me. I always thought that was such a great line. So now that I'm sick and I have a public forum, I, I figured no, I would you're, throw that in. You, yeah. You're kind of sick, sick, sick in a kind of death spank sort of way. Yeah. Sort of. That's where uh, I was going with that. Okay. Okay. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward and I'm sure my wife is too, because, um, I was telling Gaz just before we started recording that my son guy has just shown up, shown up here at the house and he's here till Tuesday. And Oh, by the way, before we go any farther, I don't, I don't know. I didn't think of this. Um, of course, by the time everyone hears this, it's going to be passed, but uh, happy mother's day to everyone that's out there today is, is, uh, Sunday, May 10th, which is mother's day here in the United States. And uh, in order, my the gift that I have given my wife for Mother's Day has basically been to sleep downstairs for the last few nights so that I don't get her sick. And uh, she has appreciated this gift very, very much. But now that guy great. is home, yeah, uh, I don't think that's going to work because either he or Peter, when when they're both here, end up falling asleep downstairs, you know, while they're binge watching some stupid show on Netflix. So I guess that's pretty much over with though. I am on the men, so maybe it won't be too bad. Yeah. Just wear a mask when you go to bed. Yeah. Well, I kind of do anyway. I have a CPAP machine <laughs> because I, I snore like crazy. And all right, you know, that's something we, we, we could talk about another time. I uh, think so. <laughs> I've, I've been using a CPAP machine now for probably close to 10 years and it took it took my my wife a long time to convince me to do it uh because i was snoring like crazy and so i did this whole sleep study thing and and uh it took probably about a week to get used to using it and i would never admit this to her and thank god she doesn't listen to the show but she was absolutely right when she said that i would sleep better with a CPAP machine. And I do. I've, I've noticed that when I'm out of town, cause it's too bulky to just take with me when I go some places, but when I go out of town or whatever, and I'm sleeping away from home, I don't sleep that well. Cause I don't have my CPAP machine. Well, let's talk about that another time. Like yeah. You said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're now 15 minutes into the show and we're not even out of the intro yet. Well, let's get onto the, uh, my Matt recent articles then. Okay. Well, the first one is the Wacom Syntac, Syntac 13 HD Touch. This is a review by Yanni Dankelo. Donnie has owned at least a half dozen drawing tablets over, through the years. 
Most of them have been made by Wakem, and he has enjoyed drawing with all of them. Each one was better than the next. Donnie has even had drawing tablets in his classrooms, elementary through high school. They have been the best and most affordable option for drawing on his iMac and mimicking actual drawing on paper or painting on a canvas until he was asked to review a Syntec by Wakem. Dun, dun, dun. Go over and find out all of the gory details. Well, not that gory. Yeah. Um, and not, not like again, and again, the next one, Maxpiration. Ooh, Basics. Been a while. Those three window buttons by Yoni Dankalo. Donnie started writing for my Mac about 10 years ago. At the time, he wrote how-to articles, which eventually became the Maxpiration series. Over the past few years, he's been focusing more on reviews and the occasional thumbnails cartoon. I thought that said Thunderbirds for a minute. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) And hasn't written too many how-to articles. Well, that's about to change. This is the first relaunch of Maxpiration and will be a series of short, basic how-to articles for the Mac. The series comes with a rebranding and a new logo and might reteach some of the older Maxpiration articles for the modern Macs. Donnie's going to start the series with something simple or basic. So go over and take a look. And next up is the, and uh, this really interests me, the, the iRig Mic Field, which is a small... Um, microphone that you use on an iPad or, or a recent, I should say, iPad or recent iPhone that has a lightning connector. Lightning connector, yeah. Yeah, this is a Nemo Memo user report. Oh, come on. Where's my cursor? Ah, damn you. There's my cursor. By Nam Jimorowski. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? Well, John, the message is... That this high-quality, compact, and versatile iOS lightning port microphone is much better than the built-in microphone on Apple's iOS equipment. Recordings are clear and crisp. Audio Audio fidelity is very impressive at all sound levels. A turn knob on the side of the unit adjusts input volume. This microphone works with all Apple and third-party iOS recording apps, thick-edged uh, eye device cases may obstruct the lightning tips insertion. And you can read more about that. Uh, if you go on over to my Mac and check out this article by uh, John Nemo. And I've listened to some of the, the recordings that, that he has in that. And yeah, this sounds, I mean, it, it, obviously it's not going to sound as good as, you know, um, a condenser microphone that you have hooked up and you're going through all kinds of filters and all the rest of that. But for a portable, easy-to-use device and that basically turns your your iPhone or your iPad into a, 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 a portable HD recorder, I think this is, this is an amazing device. Cool. Uh, Adobe Photoshop Lightroom CC... Or slash six. I think they're calling it CC now, aren't they, really? Rather than the, the yeah. I suppose it's Adobe Lightroom 6, but they're calling it Adobe Photoshop Lightroom CC. Anyway, whichever whichever it is, uh, if you go over and read this particular article by Mr. Heave Stammond. I don't think we have one for him. Oh, oh dear. That's two. Anyway, Adobe just released a new version of Adobe Photoshop Lightroom to, uh, for photographers or two photographers. They've released it too, of course. We're waiting for a new ver- We were waiting for a new version last year when Adobe released Photoshop 2014, but it never came. The wait is over and worth the wait. This new version is named Adobe Photoshop Lightroom 6. If you buy the standalone version or Adobe Photoshop Lightroom CC, there you go. He's explained it in the first sentence if you subscribe to it from one of the creative cloud programs now i get it creative cloud cc haha for this review for this review we'll simply call it lightroom cc go over and read steve's sorry heaves (laughs) review uh next up is the vision tech usb pocket ssd external pocket drive pocket 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 this is a (laughs) nemo pocket memo by Nam Pocket Jimorowski. This is Nam Jimo. What's the message? 
The, okay. fu- the future is here. You can copy large quantities of data from a computer onto this fast, small, external SSD thumb drive that can be shuttled between home, work, school, and everywhere else. Vision Tech's affordable and rugged models come in two capacities and prices. Never again will the lack of space or slow transfer speeds inhibit data portability. Go on over to mymac.com and check it out there, y'all. And finally, on this week's It's All Is Well With The World. <coughs> oh. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm just, so well, just when dying, I say all, all. When I say all is well with the world, all is well with the world apart from Guy and myself. But the right. tech, tech fan number 208, Lost and Found. Tim and David discuss being on the front page of iTunes, the Mac App Store, losing tech gear and the cost of replacement, Nintendo making a profit, Plex Media Service, and much more. And that... That completes this week's readings from the MyMac.com website. And if you would like to write for MyMac.com, please get a hold of NomGemo. And in order to do that, all you have to do is send an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, we are so social this week. Oh, social. Let's get social. Let's get social now. Social now. I'm going to stop because... My singing is bad, even in the best of health, and it's even worse now. Uh, we've got it now. I, you know, we could have saved this for people's pick, but because it kind of led to a discussion, I thought it was better here. This is from Mark Shepard, and he's talking about uh, AirDrop, and he's asking, "Do you find AirDrop a little flaky? Perhaps you have older devices and or computers that don't even support it." May I offer the app for you? Desconnect is the ticket. Completely free on iOS device and Mac desktops. This has worked flawlessly for me for over a year. Give it a shot and see how it works for you. Okay, Some, well, I, something named I, Gaz replied Yeah, to I jumped in and said, to be honest, I don't use it. But interestingly enough, um, what I'd forgotten at the point when I um, when he mentioned it is uh, my cousin, had, uh, my cousin, my brother-in-law, when, uh, when he was up, had tried to airdrop something to his son in the same room using their iOS devices. And he couldn't see his son's iOS device. Whereas I opened my device up and we set things up and I saw his son's iOS device and I saw his device. So it was almost a, a process of, we didn't do this, by the way, because he did finally see his son's uh, airdrop um, uh, iOS device. It had to be settings. We, it, could, it could have been. No, it wasn't. It just wouldn't see it. Really? Nothing changed. He had to put the phone right next to his son's phone for it to suddenly appear. So the, the, the bit where Mark says, do you find airdrop is a little flaky? Absolutely yes. <laughs> what what a- flaky Apple software? Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. Anyway, Mark jumped back in. He says, because um, I said I don't use it, to be honest, which I don't really. He says, neither do I, because most of my devices don't support AirDrop, which is the case with mine, with some of my devices in the house. Right. People that can use it here are often complaining about it. Um, I jumped in because he'd mentioned, obviously, Desconnect, and I said, I keep hearing about Desconnect and might just have to try it out. And then Saranac Assassin came back and said that he's never used it and never felt the need. But uh, I, I can see where, where you know, and I, I know what AirDrop is, but I, I could see where that would actually be quite useful. And the, yeah. the funny thing is, you know, back, uh, what was it, iOS 3 or iOS 4, uh, when Samsung came out with, with whatever the Galaxy was at that particular point, uh, they had that, that bump feature where you could like, yeah, move yeah. stuff back and forth if you bump the phones together. And uh, it's like, okay, this is that's kind of cool. And then Apple did it too, and, and I still don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when, when I said uh, um, about my... Uh um, brother-in-law using it. He'd used it a few times, so he definitely found it. It was useful, right? Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, like you, I've never really had much use for it, to be honest with you. Yep. Well, why don't you take us over to Facebook? Something exciting hey. here. Ah, exciting. We're back up to 148 liquors. That's more like it, apparently. It yeah. is. It is. Well, we went from 147 
to 146. I think we were at 148 and we dropped two at one point, to be honest with you. Oh, did we? Well, okay. Well, then we're right back where we started from. Major conversation about Facebook. That's, you know, that's good, isn't it? Not really. No, (laughs) not that exciting. (laughs) Uh, Over on Twitter, uh, I'd put something about being sick and Clive Hammett seems to, seems to think, and and I, I can't say that I disagree with this, that being sick should involve a lot of bourbon. And I, that's okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. We have bourbon biscuits over here, actually. So Really? Are, are they actually made with bourbon? No. Oh. No, they're, they're bourbon biscuits. Oh, bourbon. Bur- 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 bourbon. We call bur- them bourbon, bourbon biscuits rather than bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You know, we're all, we speak the same language from two different sides of the house, I think. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Very we've had colorful e- with a you. Yes, we've had some email feedback from uh, our good friend, Mr. Nom G. Morosky. Um d- Yes. <laughs> he basically made some notes here and he says, Guy left his notes at work. Next time, make them using your notes app that syncs everywhere, you big yank tank. <laughs> well, and I'd like to respond to that. Um, yeah, go. Go for it. Go uh, I do have – I do have – um, Microsoft Office at work, and of course I have Microsoft Office on my Mac, and I have Microsoft Office on my iOS devices. However, because of the way our our network is set up at work, I can't link my Microsoft Office applications at work to anything outside of work. So that's that, that's a real shame because I actually use OneNote. And uh, I find that invaluable and it's great for work notes, but also for having personal notes, which, you know, you suddenly you're, you're at work and you suddenly think about something relating to yep. something personal. And I've got, you know, personal pages in there and I just flip over to those, quickly make the note and then disappear back to uh, the work that I should be doing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's, it is. I should be doing yeah, OneNote's a great app, you know. I, yeah, but I, I, don't I think know we why, can't, we I don't can't know do why. it. I use it, I've got to say, I use it much more than I ever used Evernote. Which is just strange. I, yeah, you no, know, that that's not unusual. Um, outside of work, uh, I use Microsoft's OneNote more than I ever used Evernote as well. Cool, cool. Uh, and talk, next up, and talk, uh, yeah, talking about cool. Yeah, take, um, it says play your Julie Kuehl audio clip fifty times to make up for you and your guests mispronouncing her name so often. Keel, oh wait, I've got it right here somewhere. Keel, not cool. You podcasting it's fool. Keel, not cool, you podcasting fool. Uh, I'm sorry, Julie. I just think Julie Cool is such a better way to say it. <laughs> and especially because we're talking about audio, because I mean, you do, uh, what is the, the sci fi show? That I, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. It's also no, on the got, Spotlight Network. Yeah, or the Stoplight yeah. Network. God, did I just say Spotlight Network? Uh, you should have learned by now. There, three slaps <laughs> for that. Do you know, you've got to take that recording because that was a great slap. It really was. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can find it. But, uh, yeah, I think that, that when you're doing audio, Julie, you should just go with Julie Cool. <laughs> J. Cool. J. She's cool. Far, she's far too J. Cool for this podcasting network. Anyway, um, he also said Steve explained – we're still on the Nemo email, by the yeah. way. Uh, Steve explains the latest yet. and gr- do you, will you let me finish? <laughs> Sorry. Steve explains the latest and greatest features on Lightroom CC6 update in his article just posted at my Mac with reference to your comments about uh, well okay but we've only just we've we've mentioned it this yeah. week. Go, um, guy and he said guy then um, John give us a, <laughs> give us a chance will you yeah. give us a chance? For I mean it's only if we now if we did this show like every night at like eight o'clock I could understand <laughs> and and also can I just say. If we got everything right, we'd never be out. You wouldn't have anything to send in to moan at us about. Either. Yeah, well, fortunately, I don't think we, anybody has to worry about that, Gaz. <laughs> Go on, take the next three. Okay. Um, he sent a second email talking. If you remember, I was talking. Attacking we, us. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm pulling his spear out of my chest. <laughs> we were talking I, about. I've got, a, I've got a knife in the back of <laughs> Don't make me start laughing. I'll start coughing. Uh, we were talking about various programs that could take the place of some of your iLife apps, and I had talked about Premiere 
uh, Elements 13, which I had, I really liked some of the previous versions of it, but I hadn't tried uh, Premiere Elements 13 yet because I found 11 and 12 were just awful. And he says that Premiere Elements 13 is faster and much more efficient than the prior versions. He says that Photoshop Elements 13 has fabulous image editing tools, way better than iPhoto ever had, and that Premiere Elements and Photoshop Elements 13 share a very good organizer that is more versatile than iPhoto iMovie had, although not immediately intuitive plenty of no. online help is available yeah and that's that's the one thing i've got to jump in there and say, yeah John, go ahead i try i tried that and i found it awful absolutely awful and when i'm talking about using iphoto i'm talking about everyday joe i like to go in bang wham thank you ma'am and get out and <laughs> i i have tried that I, there's a I can't remember what they call it, that organizer. Um, but I'm sure John will send us an email and tell us. <laughs> but I found it. I did, I did not find it very intuitive at all. Uh, I agree with that statement. And that, that put me off it completely. And then what I also didn't like was the fact that you almost kind of go into that application. And then you've got the other two applications or what another. Let's just have it in one area, please. I don't want to be, you know. Jumping anyway. all over. And if you read my uh, the Google Plus stuff, which happened over at Let's Talk Apple, you probably – get that hint as well about the the interaction that i'm talking about people that just come on board want to use something and then go away they don't care about and they don't want to have to fiddle about and mess about it you know it's too much for them and no they don't want to uncle ernie it they just want to get no, in and get out absolutely absolutely anyway well, thanks, i wonder how many people thanks. will get that reference <laughs> thanks for the email uh john we do appreciate you listening because it means that you're listening all these complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of listening and feedback, uh, we have some audio feedback. This well, I'm week. intrigued. I'm yeah. intrigued. Now, have you heard this? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, this is a message from Tim to Gaz regarding uh, a comment that you made saying that, that Tim doesn't listen to the show. And here it is. <laughs> hey, guy, tell Gaz he's right. I don't listen to the episode or any episode or you know, to show it all. So <laughs> somehow or another from not listening, he gathered that you said that he, he heard listen. from not listening. He heard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Tim sack me. <laughs> <laughs> now cut his pay. Cut his yeah, pay in half. Again. <laughs> Get us out of here, guys. Okay, everybody, including Tim, stand by <laughs> to stand by, because whether you're listening or not, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. The best Mac podcast. Except all the other ones. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 556A. No, actually, there's no A or B. It's just 556. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's I, 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 something I noticed that uh, Mike Potter does now. He actually has broken his podcast up into seasons. Yes. Yes. So instead of, you know, this, well, this would actually be my Mac podcast episode season. X. Sorry. Season 10 season. X. Actually season 11. Cause we're in 2015 oh. now. Oh, yeah. Um, episode, let's see, we're March. This would be like episode somewhere between seven and 10 season 11. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, but just thought I'd mention it. Thanks. It's, it's, it's not really that interesting. 
<laughs> anyway, something that is interesting uh, is the MacStock Conference and Expo, which is taking place in Woodstock, Illinois, on June twentieth, twenty fifteen, and this is season one, episode one of the MacStock Conference. Yeah, absolutely. So if you know, you've got to be there. Be there at the start, folks. Be there and say, "I was there at the very beginning." This, yeah, this is going to be. And, and I was. Um, on Facebook, I, we we got a message from Paul Kent, who uh, was the guy with IDG who organized the uh, the MacWorld Expo, and he was saying, you know, you know, good luck and and wishing he could be there. And what a lot of people don't always know, and it's been a while since since we've talked to Paul, is that uh, he and Dave Hamilton and a lot of the other uh, really great writers and podcasters in the Mac world. <laughs> See what I did there? They ex- they exposed themselves as <laughs> musicians with the Mac All Star Band every single year at the Mac World Expo, and actually the uh, the Cirque de Mac, which was the party that they would do, was to me one of the great highlights of the Mac World Expo. And uh, on Facebook, I suggested to Paul that he should come to Mac Stock this year, scope it out. And then see what we can do to arrange for a reunion of uh, the Mac All Star Band for uh, next year's Mac Stock Expo, which I'm pretty sure will also happen again. And actually, you know, before we go any farther, I, I was I've been thinking about this. I haven't talked to Mike about it yet, but we can talk about it here on the podcast. The facility that that Mike has gotten together. Is it's it's beautiful facility, and the, the only potential fly in the ointment over all of this is that it's about an hour between the barbecue and uh, the MaxDoc conference and expo, and I'm thinking next year, combine the two events into one venue. Well, I think, I, yeah, I think you know, th- there's a lot of learning going on here. Oh, guys. sure, but, sure, sure. Well, to, I mean, this is the first year. I mean, the whole thing started with Barry Barry Falk. Yep. Doing the uh, the Mac here, we're giving a little little history of, of how it all happened. Uh, Barry, who really missed the the Mac stock, uh, Mac stock, the the Mac World Expo, decided that he would put out an announcement to have a barbecue for anyone who was interested in the Chicago area. And I'm proud to say I was one of the very first people to to sign up for it. You were, and. Uh, from there, that kind of, of pushed Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast to put together the, the Mac Stock Conference. Well, well Expo I'll, I'll be honest with you because I know, I know that um, Mike's actually spoken to me about this in the past. This, is, this has been kind oh, of brewing willing. for a while. This has been brewing for a, for a while, but I think the catalyst and the, the was this actually year. Barry, certainly Barry and the barbecue. Barry's bar, BBBBQ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Barry's barbecue kind of started it all off and got the ball rolling. And then, and then Mike thought, right, I'm, I'm going to run with this, but obviously he's having to, to put money down for this venue, et cetera, et cetera. And he wanted oh, yeah. to find a, re- a reasonable menu. But I think, I think next year it will be um, located much closer together, which, you know, if it's going to be a success, success, which I think it is, going to be a success to be honest with you with the people oh yeah i think this is going to be already going and i think that he's mike's also trying to make sure there's plenty of transport available for people to get to you know from wherever they are to this and then from here to the barbecue if they're going to both or back to wherever your you know your hotel is so i think there's going to be plenty of transport about so i wouldn't worry about that too much no Uh, no 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 no. i wasn't but it's about i think it's about 30 miles difference between the two locations but next year definitely i think um they're going to try and combine them i would have thought and this particular location that that he's found the uh the luech i think i can't even pronounce it l-u-e-c-h-t conference center at the oh what is the the mchenry community McHenry. college yeah mchenry yeah yeah okay it. It, it's a yep. beautiful facility and um i'm thinking okay so you have pretty much the mac stock expo or conference just as it is now and then the barbecue from like three to six and then a two hour block of the the mac all-star band there <laughs> at the conference center i mean you've seen the picture of this place right yeah yeah and yeah. plenty of room 
for for these guys. Now, obviously, unlike Cirque du Mac, there wouldn't be an open bar and all the rest of that. I uh, they'd probably frown upon that at a community college. But just to get just to get these guys together to play again would be fabulous. And um, well, that's 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 for the that's future. for yeah that's that's let's, something let's, we can talk about next year. Let's talk about you're right. Let's talk about yeah. this year. Let's talk about now. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, basically, if you haven't pre-purchased your ticket, registration is going to open up at uh, eight a.m., which will also be the same time that the two breakout rooms will be opened, and there'll be Wi-Fi available throughout this you know, the, the whole conference area. So you don't have to, you know, worry about getting online. No, but there should be plenty of, plenty of, uh, of Wi-Fi coverage for everybody. And the two breakout rooms, they'll basically be a, a one-to-one breakout room where you can talk to people about, you know, the things that you do with your Mac. And then the other breakout room will be for people to get together and time. That's probably where we'll do a think, podcast from. Yeah. I think what, um, I, I, you know, cause plans are evolving as we go forward. I think Mike's learning a lot through this whole process, which, you know, it, yes, you, yeah. can un, you can understand to be honest with you. And I think what he's planning on one of the rooms being a bit of a podcasting hive. So, you know, cause there's been a lot of people that can report and they'll be able to connect in that room and make podcasts. But what he's also thinking that people might be able to come in and just sit and, and, and join well, not join in, but listen, and a little bit like I suppose the the Twit Empire, where people go in and they, you have a bit of an audience with the podcast. I don't think it'll be quite that grand, but I think that's what he's he's thinking about as well. Because there may be some people that you perhaps don't want to, um, you know, for, for whatever reason you don't want to listen to uh, in the the main conference uh, room, or you just want to rest. You want to come out from you know what's happening and, and go and listen to what uh, what's going on and watch what's going on in one of the breakout rooms. But uh, um, I've got a feeling that most people are going to spend most of the day to be honest with you listening to the speakers and uh and probably um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to be up there supporting you guy because uh, if anybody starts barracking you i'm gonna have them thrown out <laughs> well the odd thing is um i'm, I'm like six foot six so yeah, and i'm four foot two <laughs> generally generally unless i'm being like In a high heels jerk people leave me alone i'm not sure why uh, no, nor am I. Nor yeah, am I. yeah. But <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, I, I imagine at about nine twenty-four, most everyone will go to breakout room B. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, at nine o'clock, uh, Mike Potter is going to give the welcome speech, kind of the keynote speech for the expo. Uh, at nine twenty-five, <laughs> see what I did there. Yeah. Uh, I'm the first speaker, and I'm hoping Gas is going to join me on stage. Uh, at nine fifty, what, what do you want me in a clown suit? That's uh, no. I think I'll be enough of a clown for both of us. <laughs> I Between can't my that, my shiny my shiny bald head and we, and we had a double act. Nose. We had a double act in the UK called Little and Large, and I think that's going to be kind of what we're gonna <laughs> yeah probably probably <laughs> uh, at nine fifty. Uh, Alison Sheridan is going to take over the stage, and she's there for forty minutes. Now, each one of these sessions is scheduled for, for 20 minutes. So it, it's not like, even if it's something that you're not particularly interested in, you don't have to worry because, you know, each yeah. one of the speakers isn't going to be on for like an hour and a half droning on about what kind of Mac it is you should buy or something no. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, at 1040, uh, the next speaker is going to be, can, can, I'm sorry, can you say that name? Julie Cool. Yeah, yeah. Julie Kiel, 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 you podcasting feel. <laughs> uh, at 11.05, uh, Gene McDonald is that taking the good, stage. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be I think the whole thing's going to be good. Be well, fun. I mean, you look at all these names that are going to be there and, and that are going to speak with the exception of 9.25, all of them. <laughs> Are just fantastic. At, at eleven thirty, the last one before lunch, Dave Hamilton of the Mac Geek Gab is taking the stage. Um, then from eleven forty-five until one p.m., there's lunch, and I I believe that's being provided. Yeah, I, well, one what people that's don't something. Realize, yeah, we didn't we didn't really say. Yeah, because I mean the the, the full cost at the moment is sixty-nine dollars, and with that 
uh, discount code that we mentioned at the top of the show, you can get $10 off. So it's $59, which is back to the early bird price. Now, that, in- that doesn't include all just all of these speakers and the breakout rooms and the fact that you're going to be able to meet all these fantastic people and, and really have a, almost a one-to-one with them. It also includes lunch and it also includes a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's got some really, really big t-shirts for certain people. 16XL. <laughs> yeah, some people got a six-pack ab. I got a kegger. <laughs> anyway, yeah. lunch, lunch and networking. So at 1 o'clock, now this is, this is going to be great. Yes. At 1 o'clock, there's going to be a roundtable question and answer period that's going to be hosted by Tim Robertson and, and Mike Potter. And uh, almost all of these people that you're that we've been talking about are all going to be there. Uh, you'll be able to ask us questions and you know wait for weird off the cuff answers. Uh, Tim, I know, has something up his sleeve, and I'm not quite sure what it is, but I know he's he's given some rather cryptic hints about it. And uh, anyone who's ever seen uh, Tim on on stage at the MacWorld Expo. I would basically rely on him to keep the conversation going because I get really, really nervous in front of large groups of people, or at least I did. And Tim would really help out with that. You'll be fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's only 20 minutes. I'll just stand there like I'm deer in the headlights for 15 of them going. And then he, and then he, and then he, (laughs) anyway, so that's going to be from one to two o'clock. And that part of it is, I think, is just going to be uh, all of this is going to be amazing, but that's going to be a lot of fun. At two p.m., we have Chuck Joiner. Yep. Um, let's see. At two twenty-five. Now, I don't know Eric Erickson. I guess he's he's a regular on the, the F- Mac FMA guys. Area. Yeah. 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 You see, that, that's the thing. Everybody's calling this for MacGuysOnly.com podcast. And I kind of always dot com. You see what I did there? I kind of pulled it from our podcast name. Um, uh, but we always refer it to it as FMEO. FMEO. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, but that's not the word. It's just FMEO. So, but yeah, Eric, uh, Eric's a regular on uh, for Mac Eyes Only or FMEO uh, with uh, with Mike. Yeah, and he's often also on the when we do the um, reaction time right. uh, podcast. Whenever uh, Apple have a uh, an announcement or an event, uh, we follow it. Uh, the live blogs and now obviously they they stream it live so we follow that and we comment uh, our thoughts on what we're seeing and what we're thinking is going to happen all of that and and eric's often uh, uh, there for those as well yeah so then after after eric leaves the stage you'll have the closing remarks from mike potter and uh the end of the conference will be at, at 3 p.m now, for all of those people who have also signed up for the barbecue, at this point, the party moves from Woodstock, <laughs> Illinois, to closer to Chicago, and we hang out at Barry's house. Now, he's having this at his house. Yes. So, you so know. That's why, that's why you've got to sign up as well. You can't, you know. You can't just show to- up. You, you can't, can't show it. You've got to, You've got to contact uh, um, Barry. Barry, and he's got to kind of have an understanding of who you are because you can't have everyone all and sundry coming along. And you know, it's pretty much donation. You know, if you can tell him how you can help, I think he's setting up a page so that uh, if anybody can't help with food, you know, bringing along food or anything, then perhaps you could perhaps a cash uh, donation yeah, would be nice. just give him a cash donation because he's he's doing all of this off the off the right. Back of his and, and part of the reason why you have to sign up for it if you plan on attending is that he has to order the food well in advance yeah, of this. Yeah, it's got to sorted, yeah. Right. Yeah. So if all of a sudden twice as many people show up, you know, there's there's not going to be enough food. And you really don't want a bunch of hungry podcasters standing around your neighborhood. You just don't. It's a bad thing. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. so uh, you can sign up. And yeah, as Guy says, the party moves from the Lutz. I think it's the Lutz. Conference center. I think that's okay. how they announce it. But um, um, that's pure guesswork. And I could have another email another <laughs> saying it's not Lutz, it's Luch. Well, it, it's spelled Lutz, but it's pronounced yeah, anyway. Throat Wobbler Mangrove. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Wooga Humpton Wolf. So, uh, 
yeah, it basic moves, and it's it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. But I think uh, if you if if you know any of those names, and if you listen to any Mac podcasts, if you don't know at least one of those names, where have you been? <laughs> well, I, I think they'll know at been. least two of those names. <laughs> I've got to say, I know all of them. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> but there are actually because I've never met. Of course, I've never met you before. Which well, is, I mean, only, that I've right only, there, people, that is worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> yeah, to, to be there for, to see when we first meet. Well, actually, we're going to meet up before then, aren't yeah, we? We're, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, the night before. before, at least. Yeah, at least. Because you guys, shoot, well, you and Don McAllister, oh, we didn't even mention Don, Don is going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, Don's going to be there as well. And he's sponsoring this. He's, well done, Don. Great round of applause, Don. That's yeah. yeah. And any, anyone who is involved with a technology company. If, if you know, you should get a hold of Mike Potter and see if you can, if there's still time to support the, the Mac stock expo yeah. for this year, because yeah. this, this is, this is going to grow folks. This is going to grow. Be there at the start, please. Go yeah. On. Actually, Gaz and I have already recorded a commercial for this. Yeah. And, um, actually we, we need to do another one that mentions, uh, Don and the, um, Oh, I know I'm sick because I'm I'm drawing a blank on on who it is, or the company. Screencasts online. That's God. it. <laughs> I couldn't <imagine. sighs> Yeah, we're, so, you can, we're, so, so. <laughs> we're so sick. We're so because sick because we just know him as Don, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we need to we need to do a commercial that we can we can plug uh, the sponsors. Okay. For the okay. next, well, we, we won't do, do it today. People aren't worried about listening to us talk about the fact that we've got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so you're talking for, for not much money. You've got a full day with all of these great podcasters as well as me. Um, you've got the, 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 the Midwest Mac barbecue that afternoon and who knows how long that's going to last. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just can't see if you, if you live anywhere close to Chicago or have got the scratch to get to Chicago, you really need to come to this because this this is going to be a blast, and, and, if, I, and if, I'm so looking if, forward to it. And if you're going, go over to the Max Stock Conference and Expo website. Click on the contact us uh, <coughs> field as well. You could have put your cough badge on for. I don't have so. one. Oh, anyway, um, click on the contact uh, section and go down, and there are some Max Stock badges which you can put on your website. And uh, he's got all of the code in there. And it basically says, I'm speaking, I'm going, I'm volunteering. We're sponsoring. So uh, go over and grab your appropriate badge and put it on your website. Yep. And um, I think that's going to be it. I think so. Yeah, I, I told you that we could, we could make this last. Are you dead right? <laughs> and this won't be the last time that, that we talk about this because we, we're still at uh, five to six weeks before the event, yeah. Though we probably won't dedicate a whole other center section no. of the show to it, <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of wanted to do it this week while there was still time, and and so that that people that listen to our show that may be on the fence of of going to this will you know pull their finger out and you know go ahead and go because yeah, you're, you're really going to miss out and you'll be sorry if you do. Now, oh, bef- actually, before we go. Um, I plan on recording the, 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 my Mac podcast for that weekend, uh, there at the max dot conference. And then probably the one for the next week at Barry's, uh, Midwest Mac barbecue. So we'll have, we'll have a little bit of a break after this whole thing. Cause I think the both of us will need a little uh, unwinding time. So, yeah, so the two podcasts from MyMac.com, there'll be one from the Mac Stock Conference and Expo and then another one from the Midwest Mac Barbecue. Cool. Yep. So I guess I, I have to get us out of here, don't I? I would. Okay. So everyone, stand by to go to the Mac Stock Conference and Expo 2015 in Woodstock, Illinois on June 20th for only $69, though you can get $10 off with a coupon code to stand by. And we'll be right back. (sighs) 
What's wrong, guy? Oh, just thinking about how much I miss the Macworld Expo. The fun, the sense of community, the presentations, the people giving out great information about what's going on in the Macworld, the candy apples and roller coasters. Candy apples and... Look, guy, I can't address this weirdness about nausea-inducing rides, but you can get the rest of all of that at the MacStock Conference this summer near Chicago. The MacStock Conference? Yeah. It's being held in Woodstock, Illinois on June 20th, 2015. There will be great presentations by Alison Sheridan of the NoSillaCast podcast, Mike Potter from the For Mac Eyes Only podcast, Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices, Tim Robertson from TechFan, Eric Erickson, Julie Kuhl, and appearances by a lot of other well-known Mac podcasters and journalists. That sounds fantastic. I wish I was giving a presentation there. Uh, I actually believe you are, Guy. I am? I wonder what it'll be on. Hopefully not roller coasters. No promises. We should get the word out about this. Well, I think this is where Mike Potter jumps in and tells us all about it. Hey, everyone. Come to the MacStock Conference and Expo on June 20th in Woodstock, Illinois. It's going to be a day of community and information for Mac and Apple users unlike anything else out there. Easy to get to, inexpensive, and packed full of the people you know and love from the independent Apple press. Just go to MacStockExpo.com for more information. If you sign up soon, there's great discounts off the regular admission price. Remember, that's the MacStock Conference and Expo at MacStockExpo.com. Winners of the Pumpkin Slinging Tournament of Croatia. It's the G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everybody and welcome to the final section. The final section of the MyMac podcast. We promise. Five, five, six. We promise, yes. Yeah, and uh, terrible liars. And you know, what, you know what you do generally when you promise something? You have to uh, nod your head? You do. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Nicely done. Excellent. Okay. Sharing your screen in messages like you used to be able to in iChat. Do you remember in the days of iChat, we used to be able to share our screens? Oh, let us take control of someone else's to help them out. I don't know about you, but I used to use that a lot, helping others. Well, in Yosemite, you can do the same because the functionality is back in Messages. Thank God. Where you click on Messages, you open up Messages, and there is a little details. um, Well, it's a word, actually, but if you hover over it, you can actually click on it and a sub-menu comes up. And within that sub-menu, you will see two squares which overlap each other. Uh, Click on it, and you should see two options, Invite to Share My Screen and Ask to Share Screen. Hey, presto, back to where we used to be. Well, now, let me ask you something. Do both people have to be in Yosemite for that to work? Uh, do you know that? I don't know, Guy. That is, that's a very good question. Because, well, because let me tell you a little story before we get out of this. You do that. Um, I was having some issues, I, I believe, in between like GarageBand and Audio Hijack Pro. And uh, I got a hold of Dave Hamilton of the Mac Geek Gab to give me a hand with it. And uh, we had, of course, had both used iChat in the past to, to do all these things. And I think this was like either in the lion or mountain lion days. So we went into Messages, which was a relatively new app. And we were both like, well, wait, is, how do we share screens here? How do we, you know, and finally what we ended up doing, and I don't know why this worked, we had to switch over to our AOL chat names. And once we had done that, we were able to share screens. But it just seemed so weird that we had to go from an, an Apple messaging app to an AOL screen name in order to get that to work. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it made me nod my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Longest outro ever.
<laughs> yeah, but wasn't it good? <laughs> yeah, well, it was well, wonderful. You got an app pick? Um, I might just have an app pick. Cool. Um, it is called Radiation Island. Uh, now, it's not one of the best survival uh, sims that you'll find, and I think uh, this has been transferred from a version on the iPad. Is that correct, Guy? Yes, it is. Okay, so the, gra- the graphics could do with a tweak, but overall, I've certainly had fun playing this one. Um, it's $2.99 in the App Store over in the US and £2.29 over here in the UK. And basically, you find yourself on a radiated island, and you have to survive... Well, you have to survive a night and you have to find firewood and that sort of stuff. And then it gets even more complicated and uh, the story thickens. Yes, dangerous. um, Yeah, dangerous, dangerous. (laughs) And you and you die if you don't if you don't figure things out. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So uh, that's my pick. Okay. Um. My pick this week is something – I mean there's all kinds of ways to do it for free for for downloading uh, YouTube videos. Um, but some of them are a pain in the neck. Some of them don't work that well. Some of them don't always work. Some of them bring in the ads and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I would rather pay a small fee and just be able to have it done than to, to jerk around with a bunch of stuff. And I found one. Uh, this this is a uh, course a, a YouTube video downloader. It's called iTube Downloader. It's from Alpha Software. Uh, download quickly and easily any YouTube video with this app. It's only four dollars and ninety nine cents, and you can find it at alphasoftware.co. I think. Well, if you just follow, look at the look for the link in the show notes. Show notes. Show notes. It'll be there. Show notes. I can't speak because I'm sick. And of course, the people's pick. If we we refer you back <laughs> to the statement the honourable gentleman made earlier in the day, which is uh, what's it called again? What's it called? Come on, come on, come on. Uh, let's it's see. Disconnect, disconnect, yeah. disconnect. That's it. And From Mark Shepard. Yeah, Mark Shepard gave us that, and uh, I don't see a link there. I'll have to. We'll sort that out. Yeah, I'll just put here real quick. Desk connect. Find link you fool you fool there okay cool that will remind me I and yeah honestly I have to do that because if I don't in the show notes it'll just say oh no people's pick this week oh <laughs> actually it says D E X connect uh, right desk desk connect, connect. connect. there connect. we go there you go so if people wanted to call me a fool. And tell you how to call me a fool, Gaz. How would they do so? Very easy. Absolutely. Simplicity itself. What they do is, if you want to contact me so I can call him a fool, just send me <laughs> an email to gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, uh, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. Yeah, yeah, M-A-Z. Yeah, yeah. Or you can contact both of us directly, Guy and Gaz on the Twitters, G-U-Y-A-D-G-A-Z. Uh, we also have feedback at mymac.com. Yeah. That was feedback. <laughs> Thanks, Guy. It wasn't very good feedback, but <laughs> it was feedback. Um, how would they – How oh, lovely. How would they contact you? Ah, well, they could contact me through an email address, which is guy at mymac.com. I am also wow! I I found out about the Twitters. I'm there. Yeah, cool. yeah. And you know what my screen name is? I bet you'll never nope. guess. I I tell me. Well, I don't want everyone to know, so I'm going to whisper it to you. Okay. Back Barrett. <laughs> ah, and we have a Skype number. Did you know we have a Skype number? No, I no. Don't nobody it. else seems to know about it either. It's uh, U.S. area code seven zero three. Four three six nine five zero one. If you live outside of the U.S., you may have to put in a one or a plus one, depending on the dialing criteria of the country in which you live. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. And don't forget to check out the MacStock Conference and Expo at MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com. The Midwest Mac Barbecue which uh, I believe is at MidwestMacBBQ.com. 
And um, yeah, well, I, I guess we can just say that we we appreciate the fact that that you have downloaded this show. Um, please send antibiotics and everything else to Gaz and me <laughs> so that we'll stop being so damn sick. Oh, excuse me. Oh, lovely. Oh, God. And I need to figure out a cough button in my setup. And once I've done that, Gaz, I think that we'll be good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people will like it when they don't have to listen to me cough. Esmere malato, solo schifo esesperao, no hula tosse la fara tri, rumoro disgustoso. Oh, disgustoso. Durante questo podcast. I didn't say open bracket Italian, but the contents of which you don't want to, uh, that you don't want on pasta. Close bracket. Being sick just sucks, and I hope I did not cough and make other disgusting noises too much during this podcast. No, you were great. Thanks very much. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Sweet.